Welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about getting to know your kids based on what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. Happy holidays! I'm here with my friend EJ. Wow, we are coming in strong, big energy. Yeah, big energy I'm here today. With my friend Matt. Hello, everybody. It's the holidays for real this time. It's funny. We were recording things. We had a calendar. Mm-hmm. I think our original plan was for this episode to come out before Christmas, but actually, it's more apt. Hopefully, you're hearing this between uh, Christmas and the end of the year. This yeah, yeah. and th- this is apt because this is not a Christmas episode. This is a holiday episode of Just Dads Reading Books because uh, I especially have had, I think, a fascination since Mm -hmm. uh, having a child with tradition and and, (laughs) exactly and uh like what you do at holidays and i've long had this desire uh Uh molly is just now getting old enough where she like is partaking in festivities right she knows she she expects things to happen during various holidays she understood halloween this year she understood thanksgiving this year um so i want to like be doing stuff in the month of december and whatnot yeah and i just like hearing about weird traditions from around the world for all sorts of holidays because i just feel like it's it's fun to sort of take on stuff i i feel like i come from a family that has almost no traditions has has very very little in the way of like things we really specifically do even down to like meals we make it's always sort of just like oh i don't know i guess we could have ham or something and 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 so it's a pasta halloween (laughs) my grandma wanted to do like fish one year she was like let's have fish on christmas morning and it was like what what are we doing this is we, we need to stop so i've just been like searching for fun stuff to do mm-hmm. and uh i wanted to take that journey this year through uh picture books because what better way oh. for me to learn right. about holiday traditions than in the way that a bunch of kids are taught holiday traditions yeah uh so we pulled what 15 a bunch. of these things i just oh, started going like around i just started yeah. digging through the library what's really mm-hmm. great is the yeah. library closest to me has this like sticker system where they put a special sticker on christmas and halloween books oh that's Uh, nice it was really nice however it didn't help this project that much because i was also looking for like hanukkah books and lunar new year books and uh like all sorts of stuff and those were not getting the the sort of holiday label so i still had to do quite a lot of digging but regardless uh yeah we just we just started like tearing through as many books as we possibly could yeah, and I think that we actually found a lot of books that we enjoy um, in this set. But it's mostly, like I said, I like learning about other people's holidays. I don't really um, like some of the traditional mm-hmm. holidays, yeah, um, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> but I do, I will say, uh, like you said, you know, your daughter is now like holiday conscious, yes, right? So, right since she's holiday conscious it does change things like for me i don't really like getting or giving gifts yeah one because i would rather you just tell me what you want 
directly to my face <laughs> and I'll be more than happy to hand it to you. Like, here yeah. you go. Here's the thing you wanted. Uh-huh. I'm so glad that you're happy. Um, <laughs> and then I would prefer you not get me anything uh-huh. um, after that. Only because like, I, I just don't know how to be like, I know how to be grateful and appreciative, but I just don't know how to like, I don't know what your budget is, sure. you know, like, yeah, I don't and, and most of the time, like if I want something, I'm going to go get it. Like, yeah. I'm just going to go get it myself. Uh-huh. I'm going to worry about me. You should also worry about you. Um, and I understand that the spirit of giving, uh, should make you feel better and it just makes me empty. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there's that, uh, except for, except for my daughter. I yeah. love getting stuff for Nora. Of course. I love it. So it's, so that's, that's like kind of been a lot of fun. Like, uh, she was like, dad, can we have a tree this year? And I was like, yeah, we can get a tree. So I went and got a tree. She helped me put it up. Now we have a tree. Yeah. Uh, so that's nice for her, uh, <laughs> and for me. And, uh, you know, we, I've taught her how to, you know, it's good fire safety, right? Uh, <laughs> getting a tree. You learn, you know, did you guys get a real tree in and unplug it? No, no okay. No. Good. That's, but I'm still, I'm still, teaching her the fire sure, of course. even though it's not like well yeah i mean if they're putting issue. lights on the tree and stuff too yeah i mean I, right. I i loved how uh having kids revitalized the holidays that was the big yeah. thing our family was going through you felt the late stages of capitalism <laughs> oh sure uh but of of you know <laughs> me and all the cousins were late to to young 20s right yeah and yep. the grandparents are getting way up there basically yeah. and we yeah. just had we had this like three years in a row where it was like oh man christmas right. is such a bummer it's so it, it's so hard to figure out exactly what to do and of course i like appreciate seeing my family it's not that it's just the like then once we're all together what are we doing, man? Like, what do what's up? Right. What's going on? Um, and like the second a kid gets thrown into the mix, it's like, oh, Christmas is fun. This is <laughs> actually right. we're doing this. this. Now. We're showering yeah. a kid with gifts. We're watching them do stuff. We're 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 taking part in all sorts of things. It just gets really really fun again. And um, yeah, I I even got this uh book a couple years ago uh while I was on vacation. I got this book called The Atlas of Christmas, the merriest, tastiest, quirkiest holiday traditions Ooh. from around the world. And uh, it's literally just a list of things you can do. Uh, and I love it. I, I, if anything, some of them are like not as useful in terms of like, you could do this yourself. It's more just like, oh, yeah, you could learn about this thing. But like you don't right. have access to the stuff that we're talking about in it or whatever. Right. But it's been informative and it's kind of given me more ideas of like where else to search around for various uh traditions to try and whatnot the big one this year i can't stop thinking about uh and maybe we can Mm -hmm. use this as a segue into some of the books we talked about um i am not much of a uh, of a chef so it's always uh uh unfair when i'm like i really want to do a certain kind of food around christmas Mm -hmm. because it's either me saying i'll try my best and it won't come out very good or it's me saying, Katie, will you please use your amazing cooking skills right. to make this thing for us? And I try right. not to do that, obviously. So uh, the big one this year that I'm I'm really, I would like to do uh, is I want to make tamales. I know, I know in, Ooh, uh, in yeah. Mexico and probably I think mm-hmm. a, a handful of other Hispanic countries, uh, yeah. tamales are a big part of specifically Christmas. And yep. we read... Uh, a great little book called Too Many Tamales. So essentially this book is about 
uh, a young lady who is finally getting the help to help her mother mm-hmm. uh, make tamales, right? It's like kind of one of those rites of passages, it feels like, yeah. in this culture. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you know, she looks like she's probably 10 or 12 years old. Yep. You know, she gets to wear the apron and she gets to knead the dough right. uh, for the tamales. Uh, and then uh, she spots her mom's ring, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Long story short, she puts on the ring. She thinks she loses the ring and the dough, and then she employs all of her cousins. Now this this book captures this book captures just the absolute ruckus you get up to. With your <laughs> yes. I mean, the, oh, the man. ruckus You're you so get right. up to. <laughs> like this book captures it perfectly. She immediately employs all of her cousins to yeah. be like, "All right, we got to eat all of these tamales." And there's like. <laughs> 25 of them and there's like four of them yeah and she's not even eating she's not even going to help them she's right. just like you guys eat these start tamales. eating tamales let me know if you if you bite on something hard because it's a diamond ring yeah the little boy cousin uh, eats like 12 tamales to he's, himself. yeah he's that poor kid is he's having a day um and the rest of them are like we can't do this anymore and then uh turns out her mother actually found the ring in the dough before yep um they put it in the oven and all of that uh, and and yeah, so they have to make a new batch and all that. But it's it's a uh, this thing is hilarious. Uh, but it, it it does highlight, um, you know, kind of the what you're talking about the getting together to make food. Yeah, right? to like do something you and, all together. You and Katie doing that. Right? Yeah, it's it's different than just like we're gonna have this for the for the holiday. There, it's I mean, it's similar to how Thanksgiving can work, right? Where where I don't know what your family does but us it's it's obviously very potluck oriented everybody's right. bringing a couple dishes or whatever yes. and you all kind of share things and it feels very much like we all took part in the actual process of this holiday and Do i you, think a lot of christmas or uh, uh, uh you know winter holiday winter traditions holidays, yeah. are very focused on that like what is the task like what's the thing yeah. we're doing or making for this holiday Matt, I have a question for you. Okay. Does does the winter holiday or holidays, if you want to include Thanksgiving, uh-huh. um, does is it distinctly different from the rest of the family holidays you have? How many holidays does your family celebrate throughout the year? That's interesting. I, I need to know this because I need to know because there's something I got to tell you about my family. Once yeah, I'm gonna hear your. Of course. Here. So I would say. The most important holidays for my family are, of mm-hmm. course, Thanksgiving and Christmas together are just like we're seeing everybody. We're doing everything. The important note here is all of my family lives in this area. Both sets of grandparents, mm-hmm. uh, all of my cousins, everyone. We're all in the same region, which means we all show up to all of these things. Um, so those two are the big ones. Halloween is bigger on Katie's side of the family. We usually do stuff with them. Hmm, uh, and then I would say 4th of July is the next biggest. Mm. I used to be a nut for fireworks. And I right. have since having a child way chilled, like super duper completely stopped basically doing that right. at all. I've, I've had a massive change of heart with regards to fireworks. But we still get together for fourth of july uh you know right. I, I think of fourth of july is just the summer holiday the barbecue now, holiday right the food the food is right. barbecue holiday kind of thing now during these holidays matt because this is something i kind of want to clarify with you here yeah are they all distinctly different activities that your family does for these holidays or is it kind of like 
oh, we all go to X person's house for this for all yeah. of these holidays. I mean, I would say Christmas is the only one with an activity. The rest are just right. what meals you're choosing and, to eat. And does that include to your extended family? Yes. I guess. For those okay. three holidays, okay. it does. And then and then there's like, the only other thing I would say is various birthdays, uh, especially like right. grandparents' birthdays. That's the other reason Fourth of July is special is uh, mm-hmm. my grandmother, who actually just recently passed, uh, oh. her birthday is Fourth of July. So oh. the daytime of birth of Fourth of July was always celebrate. Like that was the excuse yeah. to get everybody to our house on Fourth of July was right. well yeah it's come for Fourth of July but you're actually coming for Grandma's birthday and we right. would all be together and then people would usually split af- in, you know in the afternoon and then we would have our own evening of fireworks or whatever. Do you have an annual family reunion? No, we do not. Uh, I think we did when I was really young and maybe not even mm-hmm. annual, but there are pictures of us at, at much bigger family reunions. But uh, like I said, for me, it's very different because all of my family is around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are getting together for things all the time. Uh, and yeah. I would say it's even more connected than that because my uncle who has like the next kind of biggest family. He has two daughters. Uh, his two daughters both have young kids now as well. There's like three kids in their family. So it's like between the two of them, uh, my uncle and my dad, we have like sort of the biggest network of kids running around or whatever. Um, my uncle until very recently was uh, running a cabinet shop out of my parents' shed, which meant he was over <laughs> there all the time. And it, like he right. worked there five days a week actually way more than that he worked seven days a week basically for 15 years or whatever and his kids were always over too and uh you might even have specific memories of this mm-hmm. ej because you know my cousins uh i do their birthday parties were always at our house because my parents have like a, a four acres or whatever they have kind of a nice yard mm-hmm. and, and a pool and stuff so my whole childhood has been all of my cousins and grandparents getting together kind of all the time just for any old reason uh so there was never a need for uh anything like a a a, a family reunion reunion. yeah anything formal no yeah okay well i'm gonna tell you about (laughs) my family now okay and kind of how things work (laughs) i want to kind of preface this real quick i love my family of course they're awesome they're very uh interesting there are a lot of them. There are so, <laughs> so many people in my family. There are just too many to count. Uh-huh. So here's how here's how it works. First holiday of the year is Easter. Okay. Mm-hmm. We get together for Easter. We get together at my grandmother's and grandfather's house down in a place called Cass. Oh, yeah. Arkansas. Yep. Cass, Arkansas, the entire population of which is my family. <laughs> So should, they should call it, it Sanders, Arkansas. They no, that's well, the, the other. Side sure, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Jones side of my family, so this is, it's all Joneses down there. Okay, <laughs> so uh, they we get together, we hunt eggs in their field, uh, and we eat a potluck dinner um, that is uh, you know turkey, ham. Uh, mm-hmm. chicken and dumplings mm-hmm. uh, just a big old just a whole slew of things to eat then the summertime rolls around <laughs> and we have our annual family reunion okay which 
also kind of coincides with my grand one of my grandparents' birthdays. Uh-huh. Well, both of them really, and and their wedding anniversaries kind of around the same time. So mm-hmm. we have a big Jones family reunion, which in which we all gather at my grandmother's house, right? Um, and we have a potluck, and there's like ham and turkey, and like you know some chicken and dumplings, deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. You're you know, a big chicken and dumplings family. I'm noting. Big chicken and dumplings. You That's have fun. not had my grandmother's chicken and dumplings. I, I, look, I look forward I to it. Die. I look forward I to being invited to the family this. reunion next year. Well, hold on a second. Because <laughs> you can basically, if you, if you haven't caught on yet, then Thanksgiving rolls around. Oh, no. <laughs> and we all gather at my grandmother's house. Okay. And there's ham. And yeah. there's turkey. Uh-huh. And there's chicken and dumplings. <laughs> and a bunch of sides. Right. And a lot of desserts. Uh huh. We all gather. This is we the problem gather, with white right? people. We have no creativity. White Americans are just like, let's just do the. the <laughs> when we get together, we do exactly the one thing that we know right. how to do. Right. And you know what we do for Christmas? Man. I'm going to take a stab that you guys have ham and turkey and chicken and dumplings and some other sides. Heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah. And you know what? It's four, it's four times a year. Yeah. Uh, I have been uh a um, an almost non-participant for for many years now yeah. uh i go to about one gathering a year yeah uh just because it's like you know it's pretty far away and mm-hmm. it's just like i i've got stuff going on man i sure. really do and i wish i wish i wasn't so busy and i want to make more time for my family but it you know like like i said it's been kind of the same sort of routine for yeah. years right um and now my sister is kind of like taking up the onus of having like more kind of nuclear family yeah. sort of holiday uh, activities. Mm-hmm. And I'm really kind of enjoying those a little bit more. It lets me see my nuclear family a little bit more. Uh, it does mean that I miss out on my extended family a little bit more. But, it, you know, uh, it's just one of those of things. Of course. But of I've noticed that. That's the shift that happens, right? As families mm-hmm. grow and age, you you slowly shift into the nuclear family because it's your nuclear family but it's your kids extended family right it's cousins for them and how many of us are going to see our second cousins with great regularity some people but definitely not us right not not you and me not on purpose uh (laughs) but it, it is that interesting thing of as it really comes down to i would say especially the grandparents right i am extraordinarily lucky i brought up that my mm-hmm. grandma passed away super recently uh yeah. she's the first grandparent i've lost i am 33 wow. almost 34 years old and all four of my grandparents were alive that's it's really that's nuts it's really that's really really, really to wild get the, to get to have them for that long yeah cause... my grandpa is 98 years old uh wow. so but but all of that means is that's the main reason we all show up to stuff, right? right. Well, well, ding dang, <laughs> grandparents are right. still kicking around. You know, for five years, it's we don't know if this is the last one or not <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Exactly, I mean, honestly, exactly. a lot of them have been in in good health until the, like this year or whatever. Right. But I'm noticing this is the precipice. Is yeah. as the grandparents pass away, the other families, like I said, I have this uncle with two daughters and now three grandkids. They've They've got enough people for their own thing. And very often right. they'll just do their own thing. There are Christmases right. where we haven't seen them the last couple of years because right. they've got a big little unit there and they can just go do their own thing. And we're starting to get into the same territory. My my brother has <laughs> three kids under the age of two. Uh, so that's fun. 
<laughs> which means it's a little chaotic at the Martin's house. Ouch, yikes. You know, in three years, it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Like, oh, yeah. For right now, now, for right now, now, it's wild. <laughs> right they now? Had, they had it twins when their like first wasn't even 18 months old uh, is Oof. what happened to them. So that's Oof. fun. But it makes, it makes for chaos, which is hilarious. Right. The chaos of too many tamales kind of thing, right? Yes. That, that we're talking yes. about. But yeah, you, you, you get this split off from sort of the extended family and you become the new extended family and right. it kind of revitalizes these holidays in in a way i i really like and i think too the other thing you're getting at is something happens with tradition where yeah you want traditions you want things that feel nostalgic you want things that like really remind you of the togetherness your family has shared but you can only do chicken and dumplings so many times before it, you're like, oh, what are we doing? Like, what can right. we, is there anything we can add to this? Which is why doing something like this, going through a bunch of uh, uh, books and reading about other traditions, that's kind of why I yearn for that stuff is it's like, yeah, I don't want to just do exactly what we've done every single year, my entire right. life. I want to do some of those things, but I want to add things into the mix or, and it doesn't even have to be like, christmas eve it's it's like i want to make tamales sometime in december and have like a get together with some people where we do that or whatever it doesn't have to be explicitly christmas or whatever um but i i think drawing these things in is really fun another book i wanted to talk about uh that that was like especially inspiring to me was every month a new year uh, obviously mm -hmm. this isn't just like a, a christmas episode this is cool. new year's uh new year's eve is uh you know obviously a big deal kind of across the world but this book is awesome because it's showcasing the idea that obviously there's like lots of different calendars in the world or there's lots of cultures that's that have a different sort of idea of what constitutes as a new year. Uh, right. Some of them are like lunar based. Some of them are based off of uh, various holidays that then shift depending on like there's one where it's right. like the holiday can actually show up any time of year. Um, but yeah, this book yeah. goes month by month and ex and sh shows you some place in the world that ex that celebrates the new year in that month and it's a really cool book because it is uh turned on its side like a calendar mm -hmm. you open calendar it style. from the bottom yeah. up like you open it up like you would a calendar you hang on your wall or whatever and yeah, yeah i mean i would it's it's kind of a collection of poems and yeah, just yeah. in reading the poems i wouldn't say you really get like a lot of understanding yeah but it's got a huge resource at the back of the book that is then explaining all of the various new years to yeah. you and that was like just an awesome resource to have it really is it's it's a it's a good little book it's it's a lot of fun to kind of see what months of the year you could be celebrating some some new year somewhere in the world right. so uh, I, I thought this one was really cool. I like that there is just so many different cultures and ideas because it really brings together the idea for me of what, you know, the holiday season should mean, yes. right? It should be about people, right? right? It should always be about people. I would be a nihilist if I weren't a humanist, right? Right. It's kind of the way I approach yep. my life. And therefore, like when it comes to books like Every Month, A New Year, it really hits home for me because there are so many different people from so yep. many different cultures. Um, and that's so uh, fulfilling for me to right. know that like that, that there are just so many different ways to celebrate, mm -hmm. you know, some people celebrate. It, it's just interesting, like how people celebrate, right? Like 
in America and in like China and in other parts of the world, Diwali, um, uh, for instance, it, there's a, you know, it's, it's a festival of light. It's a yeah. festival of celebration. Yeah. And then there are parts of the world where the new year is brought in with reverence. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really interesting. You know, it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, it's, you yeah. Know, the it's the new year means older. very different things different to different things, cultures. Right. It's, it's treated very differently. And another book that I think kind of made me feel similarly and, and was one, I think you and I both loved a lot was, uh, we are grateful, uh, mm, yeah. which is a Cherokee word. Uh, but this book is about, this book is even less specifically about like any given holiday. And it's more about like giving it's kind it's it is a it's a grateful book it's a giving of thanks book right yes. but it's it goes through all four seasons similar mm -hmm. to every month of new year and expresses like what there is to be grateful for at kind of any given time and and i feel like this book more than anything gets at the idea i wanted to get to in this episode which is like i i finally come around to holidays as like a necessity for humanity which is just to say take the time to celebrate yeah. something you can decide what you want that celebration to be but you you shouldn't be sort of just casually drifting through life you should look to each moment and find something to really like be grateful for or be thoughtful of right so many holidays especially uh especially i would say uh religious holidays yeah are based around some horrible thing that happened in the past <laughs> yeah. and now we have to be thankful for the bread we were able to make during that right. time like it's like oh, all we had right. was water and wheat <laughs> and we made it work and we survived and so now we celebrate our perseverance through that time or whatever <laughs> i think about it's wild to me that there hasn't been a globally designate and maybe we're maybe it'll come later or something but right. i expect some sort of global i don't know if this is dark or not like covid day what oh, a God. wild thing that the entire planet went through we all time. experienced at the same time it it yeah. it was a terrible thing but it right. like united all of us kind i mean there's listen we could go down a dark road of how it um, divided us as well but but in in experience in right. events that affected the world it united the entire world we all had to make note of the thing that was happening everywhere and yes. to me that's the kind of thing that would turn into some sort of holiday or some sort of you know uh, not celebration but but mindfulness that we right. sort It'd of denote like a, a day to day. a reverent day right. and um it's just odd to me that we don't really like make new holidays anymore right so many of these holidays are yeah. old passed down things and it's it's hard to just like make a new tradition right that's like the difficulty i'm even having in trying to get my family to take on new christmas Dude. traditions is it's like i can't just like implant a new thing onto you and have you be excited for it it's kind of like do traditions can traditions even be made anymore right. it's kind of how it feels right I know part of what tradition is is it's a sense of community right there's mm -hmm. a lot of you know it's a localized thing yeah and we live now in a world that is so intertwined and interconnected where those experiences are not as um you know they're they just don't happen as often yeah um unless i mean unfortunately unless there's like really oppressed communities in this world right um that we know of um you know that that unfortunately will 
down the line have days of reverence for yeah. for these sorts of things that happen to them and that's not that's not something that i am happy about right um you know i would rather us find more traditions yeah uh like you said where it's just like hey can we all acknowledge a thing that we all kind of did together right one of the books i really like that i think gets at this idea of sharing mm-hmm. traditions and just sort of opening yourself up to to new things uh, was one I think you did not like as much, but it's red and green and blue and white. And yeah. this is the story of a of a small town where there was basically just one family celebrating Hanukkah and they had their blue and white lights up and the rest of the town had mm-hmm. their green and red lights up. And uh, a hate crime was inflicted upon that one yeah. family in the town. And obviously that's horrible, uh, yeah. and, but it rallied the town to start also hanging up their own menorahs and blue and white lights and all of this because if to just not not only establish a sense of community and support for that one family but it also like obfuscates and makes them feel less othered if we are sharing our traditions with one another i thought this book was great at, at sort of showcasing that idea of take on other people's things because the whole reason we do these celebrations is to share our humanity with one another and why make someone feel othered and singled out when you could include them uh the other one the book that inspired this entire episode that we have to talk about is lemony snicket's the latka who couldn't stop screaming yeah okay (laughs) so this little thing is it's weird i read this one with nora um, I love she it. was not a fan. Really? Not like Molly this thinks this is the funniest book in the whole world. Really? Well, Nora started playing along. She yeah. loved the she loved the ah uh, pages. Yeah, yeah there's obviously. pages where it's just the Lotka screaming, uh, as yeah. you would guess from a book called yeah. The Lotka Who Couldn't Stop Screaming. But she she did not care for the rest of the story, which yeah. was fine. But I don't know if this is really the same because this is more about the Lotka not wanting to be included in christmas well it was it's it's trying to <laughs> showcase that these right. other traditions exist right the reason They're the locker right. keeps They're screaming is people keep comparing him to, to christmas, christmas traditions right. and then he keeps going it's nothing like that it's a totally I'm different not, thing right like i'm a part of a different holiday dude yeah. like what are you talking about right. and, and there's this thing in uh i don't know western culture or a very much american culture where but like the the reason there's like a push to say like happy holidays you know you you get the pushback and people are like why can't i say merry christmas and it's like it's a can, little bit of the thought actually. of you can nobody's stopping you from saying merry christmas <laughs> but it's the goal of not making someone else feel completely disassociated from right. culture from society it's it, like the more everyone just sort of says their one thing it feels like it pushes others out even if that right. wasn't your intent it doesn't have to be your intent it's the effect right. is they feel othered nobody was right. leaving the family out in red and green and blue and white right they they were doing their celebrations and everybody else was doing their their celebrations but that separation isolated one of the families and then something unfortunately terrible happened and the locker who couldn't stop screaming it, it's it's much more lighthearted, but it's the uh, it's still the same like sort of issue which is right. people just not recognizing that these other traditions 
can and do exist and just being excited to hear about everybody else's traditions. I mean, it, it you know, it makes me want to make some potato pancakes at the very least, just because that sounds delicious for the most part. But it, yeah. it's also just this idea of sharing uh, traditions, sharing uh, customs with each other so that we all feel a little bit more together. Yeah, I like your interpretation of this book. Um, I, I also like the punchline of this book. The family finds the latka. They're carrying an axe for some reason. They're like, ah, oh, we found the thing we're looking There's for. A, there is a gonna, tree. There's a beautiful yeah, pine tree sitting in the middle gonna, of this woods. Mm-hmm, you think they're going to cut down a tree and it turns out they were all looking for a latka for some reason. Uh, so that's pretty funny. It, it's, it's very lighthearted, like Matt said. It, and in the end, the latka does get eaten by this yeah by this family which is kind of horrifying in its own way after it you know was sentient for most (laughs) of the book uh but yeah uh yeah i think overall i think the hanukkah books were very good um i you know i i don't know how much i'm going to learn about hanukkah over the next like 20 years of my life Uh, i feel like you know i've i've done some research in the past about it yeah you know, I feel like I get an overarching idea. This, right. This isn't this isn't me blowing off Hanukkah, by the way. I do no, the same thing with but it's, Christmas. It's not like <laughs> it's not like anybody's saying you need to also celebrate Hanukkah. Right. It's like that that's a religious celebration for that religion. Like you don't need to take right. that on. Christmas is obviously kind of weird because it's like half pagan, half Christian, and then you sort of do what you will with it. And and in America, it's just sort of honestly a an American holiday about capitalism yeah. and buying things. And you're welcome yeah. to feel pessimistic about that if you wish to. But the, I'm pessimistic I think, about all of them. So sure. It's just but like- if anything, what I'm trying to do, EJ, is impart onto you the desire yeah. to look at these holidays as uh uh their what their Somebody, origins truly are right. supposed to be and pushing to look at holidays in a way of seeking that togetherness rather than feeling indebted and and required to take part right. in just some tradition you don't see the value in right i understand right. that that mindset i do yeah and i and i'm and i'm sorry i'm such a pessimist because <laughs> Because I want to be an optimist. I do want, like, I do want to enjoy this time of year. And I do, like, I do actually enjoy it in in a lot of regards. I would say even more than I'm pessimistic about it. I just, I just, I just don't want, (laughs) I just don't want to feel, like you said, indebted to a holiday that I don't care about. Right. 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 I don't want to feel like I am, it is required of me to participate in something that, I don't believe in. Yeah. So there's, so there is a lot of, you know, there is a lot of animosity that's, mm-hmm. that's built up inside of me, not towards the holidays themselves, but just towards like the idea that there's like some sort of like something I should be gleaning yeah. off of everything. When to me, holidays are just something happened. Right. Now you are celebrating or thinking about the thing that happened. Right. Or I like really objective holidays like the new year. Yes, exactly. Um, because new years are great because it's just like, this is a time when we believe the new year is starting yeah, yeah. and everybody can get on board with yeah. that. It like, makes me no, want to like, start nobody. celebrating just like the solstices, yeah. you know, yeah. and the equinoxes. Solst- it's like, it it's makes sense why those pagan. are like pagan things, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. what a great, that's a universal yeah. truth that this right. is the equinox. Like, yep. Why this not when celebrate the it? The shortest day is, on, is right now <laughs> yeah. on our, what, what is it? The solstice. Yeah, yeah. The solstice is coming up. 
Let's well, celebrate that. I'm so that. glad that people celebrate that. Right. Um, you know, and I, yeah, and I don't mind celebrating that as well. Cause like you said, it is just something that is like, yep, this is the shortest day of the year. It's like, well, we can measure that. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm glad we're celebrating something that is measurable. You know, right. it's, it's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, instead of, uh, you know, a bunny. A bunny, a bunny Jesus. One bunny uh, Jesus. I just, I, I want to take more stock in seeking out specific things to celebrate. Like, there's a part of me that just like wants to make something happen each month with my yes. families or whatever, and just That's we can make it up. We can just decide what we want that thing that, to yes. be, and yes, we can yeah. borrow from various churches. The one that gets yes. to me the most. Here's the biggest thing to me that yeah. that makes me think of this stuff is you know in america in in the northern hemisphere we think of christmas as this wintry cold cozy holiday right. i think that's why thanksgiving and christmas are so cherished because they're yeah. warm and snuggly get by the campfire holidays mm -hmm. and then you look at the entire southern half of the world <laughs> and it's obviously Australia. not that it's a summer right. holiday a and i'm I, i've become like really obsessed with learning about southern hemisphere summer traditions summer christmas yeah. sounds cool as heck i love the idea <laughs> of christmas is when we hang out by the pool there's a tim minchin song i love so much called white wine in the sun and it's a christmas song about drinking right. drink, drinking white wine out with your family uh and tim minchin is like a devout atheist but this song is about like i i like drinking wine with but my I like family exactly. <laughs> I'll do that. i like What's drinking wrong? white wine with yeah. my family that's my holiday it's still beautiful it's like, i i tell people all the time i'm like you know, when they ask me about like religion, I'm like, dude, like community is religion. You of know, course. like just being around people I yep. like to be around is all I really want. Absolutely. Um, and it's like disc golf is the same way for me, right? Yeah. Like I get to go outside and I get to not think about anybody else. Yeah. All I get to do is just sling a little circle in the air and <laughs> let it fly. And right. And I, I can go mark a little score down and I can move on with my day. Just do I don't your even thing. care if I do that badly. Yeah. I don't care if I do well. I'm just I'm just trying to like enjoy my life <laughs> and I don't need yeah. something arbitrary to tell me how to do that. Right. However, I don't mind if you do celebrate the arbitrary thing. Right. Also, I like what you're saying about just celebrating an arbitrary thing anyways. The arbitrary that's factor, fun. that's the fun of it. It's like, right. we don't the have to be doing this. Be. Of course we don't have to be doing right. this. You don't have to do anything in your life. Right. You can just sit yes. and do nothing if you wanted to. Or you can choose to celebrate. Uh, and, right. and I think that's the, my biggest takeaway. Every yep. year uh, for New Year's, our, our, the, the big New Year's tradition that Katie and I have is on right. New Year's Day, we watch Richard Curtis's About Time. It's really funny because we just watched Love Actually last night, a great Christmas movie. Nice. Uh, yep. But About Time is not really a New Year's thing, although the movie like starts on New Year's Eve, so it's yeah. kind of a New Year's thing. But more importantly, mm -hmm. uh, it is a movie about... Uh, the Like, the end moral to that movie is live every day as if you're taking notice of every special moment. And you're as if you've already lived it, uh, and are now reliving it and it's nostalgic for you. So live every day steeping in the nostalgia of that moment you're experiencing right now. Uh, and to me, that's a very kind of New Year's resolution idea of just like take each day as the special little moment it truly is. And that that's what to me holidays are all about is like, let's like really steep <laughs> in the tea yeah. that is this 
this moment that we get to share with family or whatever. Let's let's just make a point to set aside time to think about humanity. Also, we just all really want Domhnall Gleeson and yeah. Rachel McAdams to yeah. be happy. Yeah. And that's all we've all anybody ever wants. I would kill and die for Bill <laughs> Nye. Okay. <laughs> The British Bill Nye, the actor yep. in both yep. movies, I would kill yep. and die for that man. I love him yeah. so much. Yeah, all three of them. Uh, put them in a box, ship them to your grandparents. <laughs> tell, them, tell them you love them. Tell them you love them. Uh, a few more books. We'll just touch on these real quick. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, whatever. We read yeah, other yeah. books. Yeah, Gingerbread Pirates was fun and I good. I loved it. Yeah, Stu uh, stupid. Just a just a dumb Christmas book that was fun. Molly liked it. It was very fun and good. I liked yeah. it. I liked yeah. it a lot. Uh, Santa shows up in that one. Love it. Uh, <laughs> Torres Noche Bueno is one we read. It was also very good. It had uh, kind of similar to, to Too Many Tamales. Uh, yeah. Very much about just like uh, how how to celebrate, um, you know, Hispanic Christmas. Right. Uh, they do. It's they go from house to house, uh, trying to sing carols slash. Yeah. Uh, I guess I don't, I don't really know what the tradition is there. It doesn't really explain it. They're just trying to like hang out at yeah. somebody else's house. It, it reminded me of uh, the the Juji Morales books we read, yeah, where yeah. where the the brilliant thing of that book is it just seamlessly incorporates the Spanish language into it. Uh, it's basically a book written in Spanglish, right? It's just it just yeah. sort of alternates. I love that. And uh, this is, as you this read it, you book. just glean what the word yes. means like it, it doesn't explain Context the word clues. to you it does there is yep. an index at the back like there is a dictionary at the back but you don't, don't even it. have to refer to it because it just it. it makes it it ingratiates itself to you i didn't know half the words in there and i knew every word in there yeah exactly that's how it works right <laughs> like that's how spanglish works it's so perfect the yeah. way that they set up every sentence yeah um and yeah great book i highly recommend that one uh, yeah. we didn't read how the grinch stole christmas but i did put it on here because it's a great <laughs> christmas book and you yeah. should read it yeah uh, it is my favorite christmas it's your favorite book christmas book that's fun always will yeah be. it will always be my favorite one it's so good yeah um i love because i'm the grinch like that's sure. part of why i love it is because i know that like i'm pretty self-aware yeah i know i'm kind of a downer during the holidays i'm not any more or as much now that i have a kid like we said you know perspective but for like the last 10 years i'm the guy who's like i don't want to show up to, yeah. to holiday stuff i don't right. and uh yeah i you know my heart grew three sizes because my daughter <laughs> is cindy luhu so there you go so it's it's all come full circle i feel a lot better about my life yeah and I feel better about being a, a big green goblin guy. One, one so. I'll make special mention of is the something, whatever it is of Jonathan Toomey. Uh, this is like a mm -hmm. book that, that was, uh, it's more recent, but it's trying to put itself as like some legendary Christmas tale. Uh, it's horribly depressing. It's so sad. It's so long. Okay. It's super duper long. There's so much text in there. Molly could not sit through it. Uh, it it so. is kind of an interesting story. The only reason I want to bring it up is I do want to actually make special mention of a movie on Netflix called Klaus. Uh, K-L-A-U-S. Uh, and it, I would say, borrows from the same ideas that Jonathan Toomey. Mm. It's sort of a, a Santa origin story, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, and Klaus is is like that. Klaus is starring Jason Schwartzman and Joan Cusack and uh, Rashida Jones. Will uh, J.K. Simmons oh, wow. is in it. A it's a killer cast, and it's a really, yeah. it's actually a really great uh, movie. Uh, honestly, it's an animated uh, Christmas movie that I am going to add to my repertoire of stuff I watch during this month. Yeah, awesome. I I did not read that one. It looked too long and sad. Yeah. Um, 
and I just didn't have time to, to you are forgiven commit, to commit, my, commit myself to a book that looks long and sad. And so there you go. It was, and it turns out, Matt, it was long and sad. Yep, you and were right. So I was right. Uh, so I, at least I can still glean context clues. Yeah. Last thing, Tray of Togetherness, another Lunar New Year book. This yeah. one was really, really solid. Yeah. Um, I'm sad we didn't get to talk about it more, um, but it's it's a very, very uh, interesting book about the Lunar New Year in uh, uh, Chinese cultures. Yeah. Um, the Tray of Togetherness is basically like a snack tray, but it's like this book yeah. really expressing the like deep the meaning behind us yeah. just a snack tray i mean it makes me think of the the memories of christmas holiday my grandma had a candy tray out and it was mm-hmm. like you you gorge yourself you almost kill yourself on coconut clusters chocolate covered right. coconut clusters you you eat so many you die uh but uh, this book evoked that it was also really simply written it was a great one for like molly who's three she like it's it's a very simply written thing whereas some of these i think are trying a little bit too hard or they're just written for older kids this one like mm-hmm. evoked all of its ideas to like the most simple of minds could could like glean what it's trying to express yeah very very uh very good book definitely on my list of must reads out of this list so mm-hmm. there you go there it is. That's the holidays, everybody. We love you. Oof. Celebrate love something. You. Celebrate anything. Uh, you don't have to, though. But this, you don't have you to. You don't have to do anything, but I encourage you <laughs> to just sort of, you know what? Next Wednesday, celebrate Wednesday. Just have a little Wednesday, Wednesday celebration. Dude, you know what? This is why I support Taco Tuesday, even though it's a very, yes. a very white <laughs> thing to do. Celebrate tacos once a week. What a thing to celebrate, right? (laughs) Taco Tuesday is to too many tamales as city dog country frog is to we are grateful. Oh man, what just happened? Uh, We had, I need to, let's stop the show. (laughs) 